I am Abby and this is Erin. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. We are really excited to be introducing an incredible lady of many talents on this podcast episode. We have the amazing Rihanna Crehan to chat with us. Rihanna gained fame when joining as a host and reporter for the V8 Supercar television team and was not only a superstar on Pit Lane alongside Mark Larkham and Greg Murphy, but is also a woman who loves a challenge, especially when it comes to her fitness and health. We have so much we want to chat to Rihanna about, so let's get started. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. It's very exciting to be here. Oh, we're so excited. We just want to pick your brain. (laughs) It's awesome. Most people would know you for your long-term reporting career with V8 Supercars, but what a lot of people don't know is that you actually started your career as a dancer, which Mm -hmm. we love because that's kind of our home base. Tell us about how you started your career from dancer to reporter for Channel 10. Yeah, I feel like that's a whole different life now for me, but I did start as a dancer, like a tiny, tiny, tiny little baby kid um, back in Perth where I grew up. I honestly think I was about 18 months old when I started dancing. And I I think to my mum, what were you thinking (laughs) when I look at kids these days? But yeah, started at a dancing school called Kerry de Corsi and it's actually still going now. And Miss Kerry is still teaching, which is amazing. And yeah, basically danced like the students you have here all throughout my childhood, after school every day, on the weekends, during school holidays, like literally didn't have a day off, but I did it. I loved it. It was literally my passion. I didn't think I saw anything else in my future apart from dancing. I always had this dream. I was going to be this professional dancer and travel the world and be a backup dancer for some, you know, super mega star and (laughs) all that sort of stuff. And I suppose as I got older, I wish I had, you know, something like what you guys provide for your dancers when I was younger, because it was just a little bit more difficult when I was dancing. There wasn't as many opportunities available. And I kind of started transitioning to a few other things. I was working as a professional dancer back then but it was very different to what things are now. I was just doing gigs around Perth and the odd one in Sydney or Melbourne and I thought that was amazing. I was getting paid for doing that. It was, that was living the dream. Yeah, and it was. It was was really cool at 17 or 18 to be able to do this and I was, you know, I was an acrobat back then and I specialised in contortion. That's so cool. People used to hire me to go to their corporate events and basically stood on a stage and, you know, bent myself in half for an hour and (laughs) now I I have serious back issues yeah oh yeah totally <laughs> don't listen to that kids <laughs> yeah, exactly. but yeah I had I had an incredible life growing up as a dancer and, and I wouldn't change any of it but I suppose I just started to transition into other things I was doing some musical theater and doing then started doing some performing for tv commercials and bits and pieces nothing too extravagant but you know pretty basic stuff back in Perth and I thought actually I think I like this stuff as well I like doing some tv and I like being in front of the camera in that way and I always just thought that I was going to be in front of the camera. I don't know what I thought that was going to be, but it was something. I was going to be on stage doing something and performing in some way, shape or form. And I actually, it was my mum who entered me into a modelling competition back then. It was a Miss V8 Supercar competition. Oh, wow. And that was my first, you know, entry into what V8 Supercars was. And I was 
uh, what was I? I think I was 18 at the time. So no idea about motorsport or anything like that. It was purely just uh, entering the modeling competition. And turns out I won. I won the, the international um, competition it was back then, which led me to traveling for for 12 months as an ambassador of the sport and, you know, got to know the sport. And, and while I was there, I said, you know, can is there anything I can do in terms of work experience? Can I be involved in the TV production somehow? And, and that sort of led me to a long, long, long time down the track where I am today, I suppose. Wow, that's such an incredible story. I love that. Yeah. And I don't know if you realize this, but I used to be a Forex yes, Angel. Yes. <laughs> so I was introduced, same thing, professional dancer, ended up traveling with the V8 supercar circuit for about three years. But I remember meeting you, I would have been about 2009. You would have just started and doing all the big screen mm-hmm. things. And I was like, oh, this is such a funny moment. I was like, I just vividly always, always remember seeing you like starting out. Like, I feel like I saw you start out and then, you know, later on down the track saw where your career took you. And I was like, that is amazing. Yeah. And it was, I was probably really bad back then. <laughs> when, oh, <laughs> so, I think they tried to throw us in front of the camera and I was like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> it is like, I was given an incredible opportunity, but I suppose I also, I persisted as well. And I, I, I made them give me that opportunity. And back then it was very, very different to what it is now. It was much sort of a lower level budget and I know, which was probably a good thing in a way, because I sort of got to grow without a lot of scrutiny around me. And, and, you know, I basically, it was kind of a sink or swim situation. Um, yeah. It was like, here's a camera, here's a microphone, go and, you know, Just find interview you random people, and go and work it out track. yourself. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I kind of been too bad because I sort of kept my job yeah. for, I don't know, what it was like that 12 years. That's incredible. <laughs> and just having that strong female presence in V8 supercars, like yeah. wouldn't have been easy either. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I suppose when I first started, females within the sport were few and far be- between. There wasn't really a presence behind the scenes in terms of in our production or, you know, working in pit lane or yeah. the mechanics or anything like that. There certainly wasn't any uh, ladies driving back then. As the years went on, there was more and more girls getting involved, more ladies starting to race, definitely more ladies behind the scenes in terms of, you know, in our production and, and working in other roles within V8 supercars and the, and more women just watching and viewing and, yeah. and enjoying the sport as well. So it was really nice to see that, you know, sort of progression yeah, as the years evolved. went on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's even changed since I exited in 2010. Like, yeah, it's a different sport now. Yeah, absolutely. That's incredible. What was it like being, you know, a male-orientated industry for a female? Like, what was it like working in that that situation? I suppose when I very first started, it wasn't so much being the female. It was I was just really young and naive. And, you know, I'd come from Perth, which, you know, in my eyes is like this small town. Yeah. (laughs) And then I've just got on a plane and flown and moved you know I, I, I think about this now and I'm like my poor mum I put her through so yeah <laughs> I just told her one day I'm like mum this is when I was literally just turned 19 I'm like mum I'm moving to Queensland with this boy that I met and I got on a plane and left and I never went back and was that boy Will yes oh, oh my god, god that's so cute my husband so that's okay that's, oh my gosh that's <laughs> amazing <worked> out. <laughs> my god but I think back now I'm like I, I think I was pretty brave in, in, yeah, in that I, I took absolutely. a leap and I went and started this 
this new job where I was traveling around Australia and I was in this environment which I really was so new to didn't really know many people and as you said you know really dominated by by men and males as working in the industry as well as watching um, what I was doing and here I am this 19 year old female with long blonde hair at the time (laughs) and I'm sure people were thinking what are you doing here like this isn't a place for you and um, there was certainly when I first started you know I I did get slammed on social media it was it was a pretty tricky time to sort of navigate through because I was new to that sort of negativity on social media Mm. I was new to the the whole environment and I was new to the job so it was a lot to sort of you know dig my way through but it was just you know ensuring that I was surrounding myself with people who you know supported me well and you know kept the faith and and kept the faith in myself and in saying that there were some really good people too like I had some really good people on my side and within V8 Supercars who who backed me 100% right from the beginning and and I'm sure there was plenty of people who thought you know there's no way that this girl should survive in this sport. I love that you showed them yeah definitely proved them wrong and I love that because I feel like that's my yeah that's definitely your personality. Okay cool just watch me. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that that's so awesome. You mentioned obviously you copped a bit of flack on social media how do you cope with that because obviously I'm sure that that doesn't go away how do you cope with that stuff or do you have strategies that you put into place to sort of help you overcome I've certainly gotten I've certainly gotten better at it um I think in the in the beginning when it was it was new and I it was certainly worse when I first started because anything new people you know they struggle with change like regardless of what it is people don't necessarily like change and so it was it was a lot to deal with and I think personally I'm someone who's fairly thick-skinned and I sort of credit my family to that as well it certainly is difficult to read things that are that are really negative and really mean in terms of um, not just saying like you're bad at your job but saying you know threatening things or or just I don't know I just honestly I think what are you people like what what are you you doing why why would you say things like that to anyone regardless of whether you've met this person or not but I suppose you know and everyone says don't read it you know just do it but uh, it's it's natural like people read these comments like Uh as much as you say don't read it you you know you are going to read it because it's there it's in your face every day on your Facebook or on your Instagram or stuff but it's just it's just really having to have so much self-belief and so much faith in in what you can do and where you want to be in terms of your goals and just trying to stay true to that and stay true to yourself and that's what I've really prided myself on this whole journey is just being really true to myself I probably could have sometimes played I don't know a different character a different role to to please some people but it's not me and it's certainly not in my personality so I've always backed myself and backed who I am um, as a person and I don't think I've ever really faulted from that that's That's such a powerful message yeah powerful message for our listeners you know even just being in the entertainment industry like dancers and performers out there like it's something that we always yeah it's something that we always manage yeah definitely but I think that's such a powerful message so yeah that's awesome you're so inspiring I know I'm like I really needed this today this is great so good (laughs) no it's so good and it's obviously something that we try and instill you know in everything that we do as well is like backing yourself first 100% and I just think like I really do feel for particularly teens growing up you know and Mm. even you know kids that are in primary school you know most young kids have got phones these days it's a really really challenging thing to navigate social media can be so powerful it can be so good and I love it for for certain things but then it can be it can be really difficult and if you're you know if you're someone who can't handle those types of messages I really think that you you need to have a conversation with yourself and with your family and if you're not there maybe don't have you know those particular apps or those particular social media yeah. until you yeah, really agree. think that you absolutely are, protect yourself yeah and, and it's just about protecting yourself and, and I've certainly grown uh, you know in the last few years and and you know you 
the bigger you're following, the more hate you'll get. And But you also get love <laughs> exactly. as well. So yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, part and parcel. But it's just, I think, the you know, the biggest thing I can say to, to people out there, yeah, is just being true to yourself. Because, you know, there's these, you know, faceless keyboard warriors out there, like they're just the smallest part in the in a really big puzzle. And Who aren't absolutely. really living out their yeah, best lives. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wanting to get that passion project off the ground and don't know where to begin? Want to create a vision for your life and not just for your business? Whether you're trying to run a business, planning your career or studying, the day-to-day challenges we all face can feel like we are living a life we never intended for ourselves. After running multiple businesses in the creative arts space for over a decade, we've seen so many talented people with the potential to succeed. However, they often feel unaccomplished and unfulfilled due to a lack of clarity and vision on what living their best life means for them. But here is the best part. There's a simple solution for all of this and it all starts with getting clarity on what living your best life means to you. It's the very first step you need to take in order to achieve your wildest dreams. We found that by consistently showing up as the best version of yourself and intentionally setting a clear direction on where your life is heading, you're a hundred times more likely to achieve your goals and ultimately live your best life. To find out more on how we can assist you on this journey, please follow us on Instagram at underscore living your best life where you can link straight to our online course from our bio. We're here to help you join us and together we will manifest your dreams. So now we know that you're a bit of a fitness enthusiast and challenge seeker (laughs) and following your fitness adventures on Instagram account is definitely a bit of fun and I definitely get a little FOMO. I'm like, oh my God, you're just really motivating to watch. I'm always like, I love it though. It's so good. Is there anything in particular you enjoy training for? My training has really changed over the last few years. Like obviously growing up as a dancer, you know, there was just years and years and years of of just being so immersed in in that kind of, you know, working out and, and training and all that sort of stuff and then as I I met Will and as I got older it was like oh do I like going to the gym no I don't really like going to the gym do I like running well I'm not good at it but I'll try and yeah like just sort of finding my feet and navigating through you know like getting older like it's things are harder when you get older yeah yeah. and 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 then I sort of fell in love with doing triathlon which I'm very much an amateur but I really like to just have a go at everything so at the moment I'm training for my first Ironman which is happening in June this year so that's that's a lot to do yeah (laughs) Um, incredible. Is, is Will doing this with you? Because I noticed that you guys train together a lot, which I find really endearing. Is yeah, he doing it with you? He's him? not doing the Ironman. I think just it's probably too much for him to commit to with his, you yeah. know, with his racing. But it was something I've always sort of wanted to do um, since I got involved in triathlon. I always said, oh, you know, I'd like to try do an Ironman. I tried to do one last year. It was actually happening in Germany. And obviously that, that didn't go ahead. And so this year I was like, no, I'm going to, I've had, I had a really challenging year last year with some personal and professional things ha- you know happen so it was kind of for me a bit of a you know keep keep my mind focused on something for, for myself so yeah. it's not just about you know tackling a physical challenge it was also about finding something that yeah. mentally could just keep me you know in a really good headspace yeah, and, yeah. and, so and important. I can, I can relate to that yes. surround myself with you know people mm. that I that I love and it's hard <laughs> it's yeah. really hard but it's you know all I think about is crossing that finish line and and just you know that moment that you know feeling of accomplishment that I've you know set myself a goal 
well and, and getting it done. That's so awesome. So amazing. Well, I can't wait to see and watch your journey, like continue to watch, yeah, your, watch journey. your journey towards that. And for now sure. that I know that you're training for that, <laughs> yeah. I'll be cheering from the sidelines. That's amazing. So good. You're such a go-getter with everything that you do. So what helps you stay motivated? Is it setting yourselves the goals and the challenges to achieve? I think so. I think that's a really tricky question. And it's probably one of the most common questions I get asked through yeah. my Instagram as well. It's like, what, what keeps you motivated? Because I think motivation is one thing, but you're not always going to be motivated. And I'm uh-huh, certainly we, not motivated yeah, yeah. every day. Like, trust me, there was, you know, there's yesterday I had a really big day of training. And this morning I wasn't motivated to get up. I was really tired. My body was really sore, but I've got, I've got, I've got a goal and I've got a program. And so it's about creating habits and creating something that, you know, you want to achieve because I, you know, I guarantee you, you will not be, I, I don't know anyone who is motivated, motivated every single every day, single day yeah. of the year. <laughs> we were just Rain discussing this yeah. this morning. We came in on Monday and we were doing something about Monday motivation. And we, we said the exact same thing. We're like, motivation gets you so far. It's like the habits yeah. that you just are disciplined to get done. That That's just it. keeps the ball, yeah, ball, 100%. Rolling, ball rolling. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And finding stuff that you love because, you know, and this is a question that I get asked quite regularly as well. You know, how do you find motivation? How do you do this? And I'm like, well, don't, don't go to the gym if you don't like the gym. Like, don't run if you don't like running. Like, find something that you love. And it, yeah. there's so many things you can do to keep yourself fit and healthy and, yeah. and you know, get your get your mind on track. But don't just do something because your friend does it. Like, if your yeah. friend goes to the gym and you go to the gym and you're like, oh, I don't really like the gym. Well, don't go to the gym. Like, that's yeah. okay. Like, yeah. just walk. Love if you love walking, walk. But, so true. That's but cool. if you create those habits, you know, each day and start small and don't overwhelm yourself with like, oh, my God, I've got to run, you know, 10 Seven days, days a week. Know, like, every single day. Like, <laughs> that's, no one can do that. Yeah. So just start small and, and then, you know, you'll gradually be able to build up. Yeah. Yeah. And you just start achieving things and then that builds yeah, momentum exactly. to set the next goal. Yep. What's next for you? I'm so keen to know. So at the end of last year, it was announced that, you know, I wouldn't be with Supercars anymore. And that's been, you know, an incredible journey of, you know, over 10 years of working with them. So that was, you know, an amazing journey. And, and that chapter is now closed. So I am, I think it will get announced today uh, in the media, probably any time now, I'm hoping. To. Oh. I'll be hosting the Australian Superbike Championship and the, the Motocross Championship for, for this year. So I'm really excited about that. Still staying within motorsport, but obviously moving to two wheels. So yeah, it's a, a new challenge for me, but yeah, something I'm really excited about. And that's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's so awesome. good. So, so awesome. That's so inspiring that you just keep going and, you know, you're finding new ways. And to you're so great behind things. the camera doing what you do. I was oh, like, totally. I'm hoping that you're still doing your presenting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So awesome. Oh, that's exciting. Yay. Our favorite last question we like yes. to ask all our guests. What does living your best life mean to you? I was having a think about this on the way here. And it's something that I've really thought about in probably the last 18 months about how do I like to live? And I think particularly last year with, with things that have happened to me, it's just like, just say, saying yes to things and, and just really, like I say to Will all the time, like just, just live hard. Like, you know, why, why not say yes to, to going for a walk or why not say yes to going out for dinner or why not say yes to like doing a podcast. Doing, doing, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like just like, yeah. what's the worst? Like I always say this to Will, like what's the worst that could happen? Exactly. <laughs> like, well, you know, you know like, yeah. but honestly, like what is the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. You may fail. Like what's the big deal? Like, or you may not finish that 10K run, but you can try again tomorrow. Like yeah. I just, I just, I really like to live hard and that's probably, you know, sometimes the detriment of like being a bit 
too tired because I've done too much training or I've done too many things or I've put so much, too much on my plate. But like, we only get one chance at this. And I, I, I really learned that last year where things can be taken away way too fast. And, and we did too. We can relate to that. Yeah. We had and a hard end yeah, of the year. And yeah. And I, I think, you know, your studio, you know, probably got just the most horrific thing happen. And, yeah. and you just learn that, you know, why not say yes to these opportunities? Yeah. Live life to yeah. the fullest. Be grateful for every moment. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and, and I love that. I really try to, you know, instill that into into every day and that's that's as, as much as I can do. That's awesome. Go and hard or go home. Yeah, go yeah. hard or go home. I love that. Live hard. I think that's such an incredible thing to live by because you're right, we, we do only get one chance and why not make it an incredible one? Yeah. yeah an incredible totally. ride. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much yes. for joining we us. We feel very privileged to have you. Yeah, so incredible. You. So, so incredible. Where can um, our listeners follow you? Um, just on my Instagram, Rihanna Crean. Just, just my name. <laughs> very basic. And, and we'll make sure we yeah. put it in the notes in the yes. podcast so you guys can check her out. She's a very inspirational woman. <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. We thank so you. appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. And we'll listen to you guys next episode.